It's the morning flavor. Nice one, Black Liz, teaming up with Maporisa Zalisa Liteka. It is quarter to nine. It's personal mastery. We love it because it helps us identify, manage, and learn to control ourselves when dealing with some of our challenges. And we're always joined by Dr. Tepisoma Tenji, who is a psychologist, life coach, and personal change catalyst. Now, today we're looking at the dynamics of this type of relationship and the conversation between co-parents. So you have a child with someone, but you're no longer dating. Each of you start dating other people. What sort of conversations should we be having? And is there a need for any introductions to be made to children and partners and new partners and new flings, new bays, new love, all of that? Well, let's welcome Dr. Tepi Somatenji on the line. Good morning, Doc. Good morning, family. How are you guys? We are good, good and we're excited. We want to get through this so we can get uh, some calls in. Now, first of all, is there a need for a conversation here? If uh, my ex and I have a child and we each have new partners in our lives, should there be a conversation as far as co-parenting in that context? Look, a lot of people think, not should it be, but it's that how do I navigate it? How do I introduce the subject? What are the issues that I should raise? And then if there's things that are sticky, if there's sticky points, how do we how do we work our way through it? And some of the the topics about the fact that you both are bringing children into the relationship. How do they feel about um, parenting somebody else's child, and what is the baby parents, the other people who are not in the relationship, um, going to do? So the baby mama or the baby baby, and how you guys relate, and what are the rules of engagement, and what are their responsibilities? Mm. So in general, people know we need to have the conversation. And then I'm hoping that when the people calling today, they will actually help us highlight some of the specific things that create the key points for them. But now the conversation that you have with your children, that is the one that is a bit more difficult because with adults, you can actually talk about the things and they can evolve. But with children, depending on their age and depending on what their understanding of why they're relationship with you, with their parents, between their parents has, has, has broken down, mm. it becomes a bit sticky because then you understand that maybe the child is too small mm. or the child is already angry and they're blaming me for the fact that I left the father. Now when I tell them I'm introducing somebody, they might be territorial about it or stuff like that. Mm. So for some adults, they're concerned about how will my child take it? How do I do it in such a way that there's not traumatic? But also what guarantee do I have that this person will not mental and cantankerous about it? If they are reactive to it, does it mean I should leave this person if my child does not take it to them from mm. the beginning? Hmm. I'll tell you what, Doctor. Um, I, I love what you included in your intro, um, saying let's get some experiences in from listeners because that's absolutely uh, partly the purpose of why we do what we do. So we're going to start by going to Cape Town. We have Faith who's on the line. Faith, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? We are great, Faith. And how are you? I'm good. Um, I'd like to comment on that. Um, I believe um, when you are co- or co-parenting, uh, obviously, you meet each, you meet each other, other guy or other girl. Mm-hmm. As a parent, as a mother or as a father, you need to know the person that um, the mother is dating or the father is dating because some people, they do strange things. They smoke in front of the kids. They drink in front of the kids, which is, I don't do that in front of my kids. Mm. I, uh, I would lie, I beg, I would love my kids to, when she's visiting her father, to see a um, uh, more person like a mother to her. 
Another thing, if it happens that my kid stays with the father, yes, the other part has to take responsibility for my child. She must be free to be a mother. <laughs> because there are people that they date, they date people with kids just to date that person. Otherwise, they do not care about the kid at mm. all. Whether that kid goes to school or not, whether that kid um, eats before she leaves or not, mm. or whether she came back or not. Right, sure. I think I think you've raised some really mm-hmm. important points there, Faith. And what we'll do is uh, get uh, Tepisoma attention to just cover that shortly. We'll take a quick break, but really important points. So we'll we'll just note them, Doctor. And when we come back, we'll uh, unpack uh, some of the things that she has raised. We continue with personal mastery on the morning flavor. It's a very very productive segment, and sometimes we don't have conclusions, but we always have. Uh, a way forward and some idea as to a step in the right direction. And we're joined on the line by Dr. Tepisoma Denji, a psychologist, life coach, and personal change catalyst. What should be the conversation between co-parents, especially when they have partners, albeit new partners or otherwise, and who does this conversation actually involve? Dr. Matenchi alluded to, you know, having a, a, a conversation with the kids versus having a conversation with adults and the differences there as well. Uh, but, Doc, the, the call that came in from Faith in Cape Town raised some interesting points. Your response to that? Um, I love Faith is raising very valid issues. You do want to be conscientious more when you're going to find another partner. And when you are falling in love with Pearl, understand that you are already bringing baggage. And as you're busy looking at what is attracting you to Pearl, look at what kind of a parent Pearl is going to be to your child. You know your child best. You know your values about how you want to bring up your child. So you are also checking Pearl not just for your heart, but also for your child's heart. You are checking Pearl's ability to step in for you when you are not there to take care of your child. And what faith is raising is very valid from that perspective, that don't just think about what satisfies you as the person who's falling in love. When you're looking at the partner, you're also auditioning them to be a parent when you're coming into a relationship with a parent. Mm. And that expectation then extends to your baby mama, uh, that your baby mama is going to do the same thing when he engages with Owen and looks at whether Owen is going to be a a good parent to your child together. Because sometimes when you're choosing the wrong person, even though you are in love, that person can be very harmful to the child. Mm, and mm. then that upsets the co-parenting relationship. It also actually ends up having more impact on, on how you guys actually end up bringing up a healthy, well-adapted child mm. in the environment. So you end up fighting when, in fact, you are no longer together. But because you're not, you're not having common values with your, your, your baby, with your, with your relationships, with Pearl and Owen in this example, it ends up then affecting how you're actually bringing up their child. And that the damage to a human being, my gosh, it is lifelong. So you don't want to make these types of uh, uh, um, decisions willy-nilly. So it is important to have those conversations. Now, here's the thing. If you and, 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 and the baby mama are no longer on good terms, hey, it mm. becomes very difficult for us to even agree now that we've broken up as co-parents, to agree mm. on how we're going to do things. Sure. And we encourage people to have, co-parent, uh, to have parenting plans. Because some of these conversations, when you go for mediation, even if you are not necessarily, you are not necessarily married, but when you're going for mediation to agree on a current parenting plan, we're going to have these conversations about we're not like a gang name, we're not going to class a name, where which schools they're going to go to, mm. what are the kinds of things, the environment you consider healthy psychologically, emotionally, mentally, uh, 
and other wives that you want to be able to have, even though you are no longer together, but you want to have them in the best interest of the child. These conversations become important, and you need to be adult about it. It becomes difficult to have them if you guys are still fighting for the teaspoon. Let's go to Quatema. We have Glenn on the line. Glenn, good morning. Hey, Mo, how are you? I'm very well on you, Glenn. Good, good. I'm going to be short because of time. Go ahead. You know, Mo, what matters most, it's between co-parenting and communication, good communication, you know, because sometimes we must put ourselves uh, last and then the child first, you know, because we must be not selfish, because we must think about the child. And then when I move to another relationship, I, I don't introduce my child because I don't want my child to think this is a way of life, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And then the partner that I'm with, I don't want my partner to contribute to my child because that's my child, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if the, the partner would be willing to buy the, the shoes, okay, that's a bonus. But I won't put pressure on the person that I'm taking that, okay, this is my child, this is a responsibility. Because with the mama of my child, I make it clear that I'm going to take care of my child. I won't support my child, but I will raise my child. Because when you support and raising the child, these are two different things, you know. So I'm going to raise my child. I will do everything for my child. So I won't accept the other partner to take resp- my responsibility, you know. But the bottom line of the, of the co-parenting is, is good communication, you know. As you know, as Dr. Martin just said, the, both of us must know the child is attending school. Like, you must take care of everything. And then mm-hmm. the co-parenting will be smooth the, the, mm-hmm. between yeah. the yeah. two. I agree with him 100%. And, and one of the challenges that we have, now think about it, when you and I more, I am unemployed and you are the one who's employed. So you are in a position to even dictate with your new partner how you guys are going to parent our child. But because I am an, I'm an, I'm unemployed, I'm going to go find Owen who makes more money than me. And I end up as a woman being subjected to Owen's terms, even if those terms are not necessarily beneficial to our child together. So... That thing about communication becomes important. And when you are communicating, understand your baby mama or baby daddy's perspective because you are not all coming from the same level. It's not mm-hmm. a plain, plain field. So part of the conversations about introducing our new partners is contaminated by the fact that we are not on the, on the level plane. And as a result, we want to dictate things for the other party that are not necessarily going to work for that person because they're not in the same position as us. Hmm. Doctor, just in terms of language, what are some of the terms that we need to be using or how do we use um, language in the facilitation of, of, of this relationship or trying to um, merge these, the, these, these two parties? Because yeah. it's it's so easy in, in things like these to, you know, be misunderstood. Someone might think you want them back or you're trying to spy on their new relationship via the child. <laughs> so just in terms of examples, yeah. in terms of the language, when we approach the situation. So- so the conversations with yourself that you're having and with your with your with your partner as well as with your baby mama, those are the things that you need to look at. So if you're talking about things from I, everything is me, 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 me. Understand that that's about you. It's not mm. necessarily about your child's best interest. Mm. So you, when you're having the conversation, understand there's a we, a we and the you and the baby daddy, or me, or we in terms of us with the child. But there's also the big picture for you. What is your big picture? And when you're having the conversation, the language is about you. Ghana, what is the what is the big picture? And the big picture is the best interest of the child. Mm-hmm. How can we both co-parent in a way that facilitates each one of us to be the best version of a parent to our child? And even with your partner, you're thinking about that. And when you are looking at the big picture in terms of the best interest of the child, sometimes what happens in the eye is not going to be a priority. It's not going to always be uh, comfortable with other people. So your ego, your needs, 
cannot take precedence over what is best for the child. You trying to be right and to win every argument and get everything that you want cannot always be in the best interest of the child, even if you've got the money or you've got the education or uh, the, the, the baby daddy. So understand that you have to put your ego second and actually try and understand what the other person is saying because they, with their less money and less education, could also know what is in the best interest of the child. It's not always about you. Well, there's a couple of things that have stood out for me as we uh, wrap, Doc. Uh, Certainly, maturity is one. Uh, Humility Mm -hmm. is another. And, you know, you know, removing yourself, you know, from from the center and actually uh, accommodating, you know, different viewpoints and and perspectives. And I think that's very, very important. Um, It's it's been a it's been a fruitful session, I think, once again. Um, Some very interesting points have come up. And, uh, Doctor, we appreciate your time as always. Thank you so much. Have a good day, guys. Thank you, Doc. You too. Something to ponder on, think about. Um, We have laid the foundation, Yana. (laughs) You need to take these conversations to a deeper level. And, uh, you know, hopefully it will help you in taking your next step. Just remember that children deserve to see that relationships can function um, properly. Children deserve to have a good example. Um, Children deserve to have happy, stable homes. Children deserve happy, blended families. True. Yeah. And... If you make a mistake or you consider a decision you've made to a mistake, it's fine. But uh, It's you never know, too late. It's never too late yeah. to fix and correct. But I hope this conversation will be of some use to you today and uh, going forward. We're done. We're done. My gosh, time flies. <laughs> huh? What a wow. It's nine. All right. Uh, and on that note, good morning. Good day and, and good, good vibes. vibes.